Hey, so I want to talk to you real quick about Canva. Canva is amazing. If you've never used Canva, you are missing out. Here's the deal. Back in the day, we used to like have to learn complicated, difficult to understand, you know, design software stuff. And it was like not very easy, right? I never really got good at it. And it was a huge obstacle for me because I wasn't able to create beautiful things I wanted to create until I discovered Canva. So with Canva, you can easily create social media posts. Like I'm talking all different sizes. There's sizes custom for each platform. You can even create Instagram stories, Facebook stories, everything in Canva. You can also create presentations. You can even create business cards in Canva. You can do it all. I absolutely love it and I use it every single day in my own business and I also use it in the work that we complete for our clients. It's absolutely the most used tool in all of my businesses for sure. I wanted to tell you about it because I don't want you to miss out any longer. Try Canva Pro for free for 30 days and support the Social Sunshine Podcast and you are going to love it. All you got to do is go to socialsunshinepodcast.com slash try Canva Pro. Bye. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike or tread, dancing on social media, or cuddle up with wine watching reality television. Please know that the show could include some grown-up language here or there. <laughs> Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 120. I am your hostess, Brittany Crossan. Welcome, welcome to another episode. I'm so glad that you're here. Today, we're going to talk about LinkedIn with the awesome Donna Serdula. She is so cool, offered up so much good information about LinkedIn. So if you're like, um, what do I do with this LinkedIn business? I don't even know how to handle it. I don't know how to make it work for me. What's the point? What the hell? This is the episode for you. Um, Donna shares a lot of good insight on LinkedIn, um, which is actually what she does in her businesses, help people optimize their LinkedIn. So it's perfect to have her here to talk about this because LinkedIn is not the, it's not what it used to be. If you think of LinkedIn and you think boring, well, you're wrong. It's not so boring anymore. <laughs> it's really livened up. It's a cool place to meet people, to network, to find opportunity. And Donna is helping us lay that foundation to optimize our LinkedIn profiles so that like if people go look at it, they actually, you know, see the, see their best, our best first impression when they look at our LinkedIn profiles. That really matters. Um, so anyway, it's it's really a good talk with Donna. She's really, really cool. Also, we are giving away one copy of her book. One listener gets her book, LinkedIn Profile Optimization for Dummies. She has a For Dummies book. It's very cool. She actually even tells the story of the book. Um, she tells about how her dad inspired her. It's all, This is just such a good conversation. We talk business. We talk LinkedIn. But it's also really um, touching and really cool to just get an inside look at her life in this process of getting the book out and all that. So anyway, um, one listener is going to get a copy of Donna's book, LinkedIn Profile Optimization for Dummies. And here is how you enter. All you've got to do 
is go to the Social Sunshine Podcast Instagram or Facebook, whichever one, and send us a private message with your name and your email address. That's it. It's that easy, but you have to, you have to do it. Let me look at the calendar. It's on the 10th. Yes. You have to do it by Thursday, February 10th, 2022. That's the deadline. We have to get your message with your name and your email address by the end of the day, Thursday, February 10th, 2022 for, um, for you to be entered. And then we're going to draw one name out of all the entries that we receive. You're also going to um, be receiving from me my personal branding guide whenever you enter in your email address. So that's awesome. A little bonus for you, just in case you don't win the book, you get something. So do that. Do that. Send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. One person is going to get her book for free, LinkedIn Profile Optimization for Dummies. Um, You're going to love it. And you're going to love this chat that I'm having with Donna in just a few minutes. Before we get to my chat with Donna, I want to share a message with you that I hope is going to be really, really helpful for you and inspiring for you when it comes to your social media journey and also like your life journey, to be honest. Um, So I want to share with you a message that I was sharing with the members of my Mastermind Membership Small Biz Social Society recently. We were doing a live class. I was presenting them a live class on personal branding on social media. And I talked about this and I thought, gosh, I just got to talk about this more because not enough people talk about this. You may have even seen me talk about it in my Instagram stories if you're on my close friends list. Um, What I'm talking about is success and how to reach it. I think that a I think that, and there's all different kinds of journeys and paths and levels of success and types of success, of course, but I think in general, people that have reached a certain level of success, whatever that is in their situation, really don't talk about this that much. So what we hear is, um, is, you know, have a big dream and a big goal and set that goal and then go for it. And it's like, what? Uh, Okay. That <laughs> and that just blows my mind that like that's the message a lot. I'm like, that's not good enough. That's not detailed enough for someone who's really striving for success in their area. So, you know, like we gotta use social media as an example, since that's clearly what we talk about so much here on the show. Is if you want success on social media, whatever that looks like to you, because everybody's version is gonna be a little different. But if you want that, it's not just like I'm gonna set this goal this big goal on social media, and I'm just going to go make it happen and figure that shit out. What actually it is, these big goals, the journey is actually comprised of accomplishing a whole shitload of smaller goals, smaller things, smaller tasks, and it all builds up. It's not just magically top of the mountain. No. You know what the mountain is made of? It's made of all the smaller shit you did along the way. And it builds 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 and all of a sudden you're at the top of this mountain. So here's an exact thing that you can do. Let's go, let's get specific with social media. Again, this can apply to your entire fucking life. But with social media specifically, what I want you to do is set some goals when it comes to your social media presence that are you know are not only accomplishable <laughs> but also sustainable. You may have heard me talk about this before. I want to dig I want to dig deep and get really down to the nitty-gritty. So, for example, if you're talking about how many times per week 
you're going to post on social media. And you want to be doing this. You're in this. You're ready to, to accomplish this social media thing. You want to end up with a bigger following, a bigger impact, a bigger business, more money. You want to meet cool people, do all the cool shit, right? Well, it's not going to magically just happen and you're not going to just leap over there and it, and it be the case. So what I want you to do is I want you to think about what you can accomplish in a week right now. Right now in your situation, what can you, what do you know you could do? Decide. What is it? I mean, is it 10 posts per week? Cool. I mean, if you can do that, sweet. <laughs> do it. <laughs> that will probably fast forward you a bit. But if you can't, it's okay. You have to figure out what you can do. So let's pretend like what you can do is three posts per week. Like that's the only thing you can really think of that like you could actually pull through and do it. You feel good about that. That's your goal then. That's your goal for the next eight weeks. Now, if you can graduate to more than three posts per week before eight weeks, well, fine. Cool. That's great. But if not, it's three posts per week for eight weeks and do not miss it. And what's going to happen is you've created this goal that is not leaps and bounds. It's actually this thing you can truly accomplish, you feel good about, and you're going to do it and you're going to follow through. And when you actually accomplish that and you see yourself, you, you look back and you go, oh, I did my three posts this week. Ha. Huh. And the next week, oop, did my three posts. The next week, the next week, the next week, you're going to go weeks down the line and you're going to look back and realize, one, you're a badass because you actually did what you said you were going to do and that you can rely on yourself. You've built confidence in yourself. And now, are other people going to also be able to rely on you more and you're showing up consistently and your audience is seeing that? Yes, of course. But the most powerful thing is you being able to rely on yourself. That's more powerful than anything else. Because if you can really count on yourself and you know, you know you're going to handle your business and get that shit done, that makes you unstoppable. So that's what I mean by setting this goal of having something a little bit smaller that you know you can accomplish. And if you need the full eight weeks and that's what you need, then do it. But if you get in and you're at four weeks and you know you can easily bump that up to four posts per week or five, then go ahead and do it. It's all about knowing in your gut what you can make happen at that time. And if you really think hard on it and think about the reality of it, you're going to get it right and you're going to know what you can do. Okay. So I want you to think about that right now. Think about that in your social media journey. If you are a beginner and three posts per week is a big deal and that's a big feat, but you know you can do it, then that's what you need to do. But if you've been in this game for a while and you're ready to finally step that shit up and be like a, like a hardcore social media content creator and you want to have brand deals or you want to really grow your business, you want to reach bigger audience because you know, maybe you're like me and you, you, you have a podcast. So reaching a larger audience actually does matter because I need to reach more people. So more people will listen to the show, right? Or maybe you want to write a book. That's something I'm trying to make myself do this year, right? You want to write a book and you want to have a bigger audience. So that way you can build up an email list. So when you finally finish your book, you can email all your people and sell your book, whatever the hell you're, the whole point is your, whatever kind of business you have or brand you have, it doesn't really matter, but if you want it, you know, it just doesn't matter your level is my point. <clears throat> I get so excited that I'm like, I need to calm down. I just get really excited talking about this because I want to tell you, I want so desperately to just tell you that if you will just set these goals that are a little bit easier to accomplish, 
that it's really you're you're truly setting yourself up for success. And now I look, I am a super ambitious person and you you probably are too. If you're listening to this show and you also follow me on social and you know all the Britney things, then odds are you're pretty fucking ambitious as well. We're probably similar, right? And I do want to just snap my fingers sometimes and have this shit happen. And I do, you know, I mean, we all do, right? I do believe in acting with a sense of urgency um, uh, for the most part. You know, um, life doesn't last forever, so why are we going to wait around? Don't delay. Don't procrastinate. I believe in all those things. But the bottom line is, is that progress is progress. And whenever you, whenever you immediately think that you just need to accomplish the really big thing and that's it, just that one really big thing, you lose sight of the fact of, like what I said, that the mountain is actually made of a whole bunch of smaller things piled on top of each other. So are you going to have big moments on social media? Are you going to have the moment where you go viral? Yes. Yes. If you're doing, if you're doing a great job and you're working hard at it and all that, of course it's going to happen. Are you going to have an opportunity where somebody, you know, somebody contacts you for your local news and they want you to be on the news because they saw your social media content? Yes, yes, you can have that happen too. So there's going to be big moments, but those big moments are also what comprises, you know, the entire mountain. It's not just one thing. And so even though you may be like me and you're super ambitious and want to do all these huge things and reach millions of people and make such a big impact on the world and believe that you actually can, because maybe we're just a little little bit off in that way or just a little bit off enough to believe that we actually can, which is amazing because that's what actually gets us there. Um, Even if you're like that, you have to just calm the fuck down and know that you need to start taking these smaller steps one at a time because that's what it's all made of anyway. So anyway, look, I just don't think enough successful people talk about that. I just don't think that we hear it enough. I think we hear, go for those big goals and dreams, do it. And like, that's the message. I'm like, that's the fucking message? That's not helpful. Tell me exactly what to do. So I'm telling you right now, if you want to reach higher heights with your social media presence, that's what you need to do. You need to decide how much can you show up and and sustain and do that. And then once you feel good and solid in that, you've checked that off that list, then you can bump it up and keep bumping it up. But the whole point is that you're building confidence in yourself by actually accomplishing these things. And then you know you can rely on yourself. And when you know you can rely on yourself, nobody, no thing, no hater, no negativity, no shit is going to get in your fucking way because you can count on you and that's what matters the most. Okay, that's my pep talk for today. I'm done with that. Remember to enter into the drawing to win Donna's book. She's going to tell us all about it here in just a few minutes and how she wrote it and all the cool things. It's a very interesting story. You want to um, go to our Social Sunshine Podcast, Instagram, or Facebook, send a private message with your name and your email address, and we know that you are entering in to win the LinkedIn Profile Optimization for Dummies by Donna Serdula, who is coming up next. Today's guest is the founder of Vision Board Media and LinkedIn-Makeover.com and pioneered the concept of LinkedIn profile optimization, realizing early on that the LinkedIn profile was so much more than just an online resume. It's a fantastic 
branding opportunity. She and her team of over 40 writers have helped thousands of executives, entrepreneurs, sales stars, business leaders, and professionals from around the world create professionally branded LinkedIn profiles. She's also the author of LinkedIn Profile Optimization for Dummies and the host of the podcast Dream Big with Big Dreamers. And a fun fact, okay, this is great. Her favorite word is frenetic, which in case you're wondering about the definition, like I was, I just had to check just in case, it means fast and energetic in a rather wild and uncontrolled way. That is fascinating. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, Donna Sardula. Hey, Brittany. (laughs) That was a frenetic introduction. (laughs) Yes. And we have to talk about that. I love that. I don't know if I've ever had, so we send out the form, you know, and your team filled it out with your information, of course, to be on the show. And it's like, the fun fact uh, line, it, it just, I think that's so fun. I always try to do that as an icebreaker whenever we start the show. And I don't think I've ever had anybody provide their favorite word. Like, what is up with that word? It's such a cool word. It's an awesome word, isn't it? Yes. What makes you, I mean, like, is there a story to it? Or are you just like, I like that word? Well, you know, I have a tattooed across my chest. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, wait a minute, I don't see it. <laughs> it was actually a birthmark. It actually just looks like the word frenetic. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> no, there's, there's no story. I, you know, honestly, I think uh, I was on another podcast and we were talking about the term, the word frenetic, and it just, I just loved it. It was, it's yeah. just, it's a, it's an effervescent word, isn't it? It is. It's a good word. It's a good word. And the fact that one of your fun facts was a word, I really think that's cool. Um, well, thank you for being here. Thank you for taking the time. I know your time is valuable. Really, really appreciate you. Um, I'm happy to meet you and I'm happy to talk about LinkedIn. But first, if you would rewind a little bit and just give us a brief intro of your own so everybody can understand how you got started in doing this work to help people with their LinkedIn profiles and whatnot. Got started so long ago, Brittany. It's, I mean, it's not even You're a pro. <laughs> it's just, it's not even funny how long ago it was. Okay. Give it to us. How long? <laughs> 2005 is when I started on LinkedIn. Sweet. Yeah. November, I think November 24th, 2005 was the day I signed up for LinkedIn. And, uh, and that, and that was like really the it was a different world back then. I mean, you know, it was just a totally different world back then. Um, but, you know, I looked, they, 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 they like fill out your LinkedIn profile and it looked like a resume. You know, so I was like, okay, let me just copy and paste this old, dull, out of date resume. And then let's see what happens. And of course, nothing happened. And I thought LinkedIn was useless. Fast forward. I was in a totally different role. Um, I was actually in a very, uh, I was in a sales uh, role. Uh, This was like a few years later. And that's when I really had my LinkedIn epiphany where I started to realize that, you know, whenever I would call people or after I met with a person or, you know, like it just, it was, oh, it was just so organic. I would constantly want to learn more about these people and I would Google their name. And what was there, what was like the p- first pertinent result was almost always the LinkedIn profile. And it always looked like a dull, dry, out of date, boring resume. <laughs> and that was when I started to realize that, wait, you know what? There's so much more here. This is, this is like a reputation engine. This is like a professional manifesto, or it could be, it could be this wonderful place to learn more about this person. And that's when I started to think, you know, people want to know what to think about you. 
And you have this opportunity to hand them. This is my identity. This is, this is how to look at me. This is how to perceive me. This is how to think about me. And instead, what we were all doing was copying and pasting a dull, dry, out-of-date, boring resume. Right. And um, I, at that point, started to optimize my profile. I started to think about it more in terms of a story, to think about it more as a way of really telling people, like, this is who I am. This is what I represent. This is what I'm about. This is what I stand for. And it was strange how things improved and things changed for me and how people related to me changed. So then in 2009, again, so long ago, (laughs) it kind of, it kind of feels like it's not that long ago, but then I have to remind myself, holy crap, that's a long time ago. (laughs) No, it really, it's a long time ago. I started my own business. And I'm very proud that it's over a decade now, Um, but I started my own business. I decided I'm going to go out there and I'm going to help people embrace LinkedIn, embrace branding and help them tell their story because you, you probably experience it. Most people do. It doesn't matter if you are a great salesperson. It doesn't matter if you're a great high, high performer. It doesn't matter if you're a fabulous leader. It doesn't, it doesn't even matter if you're a great writer. It's hard to write about yourself. It's just hard. No yeah. one wants to do it. Right. So that's where we step in. That is so cool. Okay. And so you, like, for anybody out there that, that isn't in tune with LinkedIn now, if, if you don't mind, give us a, almost like a before and after, a, a then and now type of thing. Because like you said, back in 2005, when you were filling it in and putting the boring resume information in there, and that's exactly what LinkedIn felt like to pretty much everyone was a boring resume site. Um, it's changed so much. It's changed so, so much. Now it's still, it's everybody listening. If you're not familiar, because I know, you know, you guys probably follow me a lot on Instagram, but like, it's not the same. So we still have to respect each platform as its own and, and let it be what it is. So it's not like I'm trying to say it's the same. We're not doing the same stuff as we are over on Instagram or TikTok, but it's still a lot more interesting to me now these yeah. days. Does it seem like that to you? Like it's more interesting that like people are getting a little bit more out there and a little bit more personable. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. And, and I, I believe there were a couple things um, in, I think it was 2016 Microsoft acquired LinkedIn. Okay. And that was a huge changing point for, you know, the LinkedIn, um, you know, professional network um, was now they had you know, Microsoft there. And so that created a lot more, um, just uh, like a, a more integration with, you know, that, that, that platform, the Microsoft right. platform, and that was a good thing, right? Yes. And then the pandemic hits and people are working from home. Right. And previous to that, they, they put a lot of effort into the, their, the LinkedIn app, on the phone, right? So for years, for years, if you wanted to get on LinkedIn, you had to go home on your desktop computer or your laptop, yes. or you had to hope that your, your company didn't blackball, right? Or didn't yes. Yeah. stop you, you know, the internet stops, you know, stopping the, um, you know, you accessing the LinkedIn because most, right. most, you know, most companies for a very long time said, oh, 
if we allow our employees to access LinkedIn, they're going to be looking for a job on our dime. Oh. So we're just going to block that website. Right. So LinkedIn was in some ways like really behind the eight ball there because you know that you couldn't access it at work. You had to go home. And when you got home, who wanted to, who wanted to do that? Yeah. Come on. Right. No one wants to do it. Right. So as soon as you know the smartphones came out and the the the, the LinkedIn app um, shows up, that to me was huge. And then everyone's working from home and they want to get by the water cooler, they want to interact, they start to realize that, hey, I'm not able to build a brand in person, so I better start forging that brand online. Right. And you know, once people are zooming in and seeing you sitting at home working, you have to open up a little bit. And I right. think that's why it's a little bit more interesting. It's a little right. bit more engaging because people are a little bit more open. Right. For sure. For sure. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. I wanted to mention that because we have to acknowledge the then and now, cause it's definitely changed a lot. So, okay. So let's dive into your specialty, creating and updating your, your LinkedIn, uh, profile for personal branding. I love personal branding. I speak on it. I anywhere and everywhere, whether you're paying me or not, <laughs> I'm going to talk to you about personal branding, but because to me it's, and I'm sure you agree on some level, um, to have a personal brand in general, but especially like on social media, online, you know, this, uh, kind of open presence and be the face of your brand is seriously, in my opinion, the most valuable marketing tool you're ever going to have for yourself. And I think that people don't maybe always understand that because it's hard if you haven't lived it and you see, you reap those rewards. Like I personally have, and a lot of people I know, and also I think it's for everybody, right? I think that people are like personal brand. Oh, well, I guess I should be some sort of public figure to want that, right? Like they probably assume that you need to be some sort of famous actor, author, or athlete, but really I feel like it's so beneficial for everyone. Do you agree? I do. Absolutely. Um, you know, and, and in some ways I, when you say that it also, it also kind of, there's a bit of a collision there with, with networking too, right? Like there's this thought, like people are like, oh, I can't network. I don't like, it's, it's only for special people. How do you even do it? And like, you get this overwhelming fear and thought like, oh my gosh, this is too much, but to have a personal brand, right? It's, it's really to say, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is how I help. This is what I, this is what I stand for. Yep. You know, and like really wear it on your, and, and not, and don't, I mean, you can still be shy and have a personal brand. Yeah. Right. It's not like it's a personality thing, but it's a, just a way of saying, Hey, this is who I am. And, and to be open and to have that story, right. So you're not hiding, you're not cloaking yourself, but you're being very open and authentic with people and people resonate with it. People want to do business with people. Right. right. They want to do business with a person. They, you know, and that's, I think, really important nowadays with the internet, with the web, with, you know, you know, uh, not being able to get out as like we used to. Right. You know, people want to have that connection and it's allowing yourself to have that connection. And then when you think of networking on top of it, networking isn't something smarmy. It's just simply being friendly and being open and wanting to stay connected with people. Right. Exactly. I love that so much. Okay. So, so take us into this process whenever you and your team are helping someone and either they're um, maybe they're new and they're getting started on LinkedIn, or it's like so outdated and their profile is like seriously needing some 
jazzing up. Um, what's the, what's the first step? Like what's the first thing someone should look at and think about when they're setting themselves up? You know, so I, my, my thought is this with, with LinkedIn, a lot of people just jump in, right. And they just jump in and they just start trying, just trying to do something, you know, and, and I say, stop, (laughs) stop, don't do anything. Calm down. Calm down. down. (laughs) Stop and say to yourself, why am I on LinkedIn? What am I trying to, what am I trying to get out of LinkedIn? Like, what's the real point of me being here? And it, you know, for some people, they're going to be on it because they're looking for, now some people, I'm going to say it, you know, some people are looking for jobs and that's cool. Sure. That's, you sure. know, absolutely. That's, that is a subset. There's another subset. I'm looking for business. I'm looking for clients. I'm looking for leads. I'm looking for prospects. Like I want to find people who want to utilize my services. Right. You know, some people are saying, you know, what? it's not so much that I'm looking to get more business in a real salesy type of way. But I want to, I want to do this for reputation management. I want people when they look at me, they look at my profile, they look at my activity, they get a sense of who I am. Right. You know, they like me, they understand who I am and what I've done throughout my life that brings me to this point where I'm adding the value that, you know, people are coming to me for. Um, you know, others are saying, hey, I want to, I really want to do this to, um, you know, educate and showcase my expertise. I, I, really, it spans the spectrum. All right. right? Um, but you want to know why you're on. And I always like to say, have an idea of what success looks like to you. You know, is it getting some inbound calls? Is it that calls and meetings are going better? There's like you're forging rapport because people know how to see you now. Like, have an idea of what that success looks like. That's cool. So, That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. So once you have this, right? So once you, you have an idea of your goal, the next thing I always say is think in terms of your target audience. Like who is that perfect person that's going to be coming and reading about you? Right. Because when we write the content of our profile, we don't want to just say what we want to say. We want to write it for that person, that core audience, that target audience, what do they need to know about us? Right. What's important to them? What are their issues? Their, what are the solutions that they need? What's going to make them feel more, you know, just more confident in our ability? Because we don't want to throw everything against the wall and hope something sticks. <laughs> like, that's not good. Like that's word vomit. Like, let me tell you my whole life story, my childhood, everything. So should we avoid that in our program? Avoid that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> but, the, but very, like, we want to be succinct. We want to be, you know, like, we don't want to be telling this long, laborious, you know, like, never-ending story. We want to have an idea of what's important to them. All right, so. Next, there's one more thing before we even start writing, Brittany, and that is we have to think about our keywords. Oh, keywords. Yeah. So LinkedIn, LinkedIn is also a search engine, and no one ever talks about that. But LinkedIn is a search engine. It's it's yeah. a search engine for professionals of professionals, and people do use it. They want to they want to find they'll they'll put in keywords in there. Um, maybe they're looking for you know whatever you do, you know, list person listening, they might be looking to see, is there someone in my network who already does this? Yeah. And, and that's the power of LinkedIn is because when you search LinkedIn, you are searching your network and people like to work with people that they either have already met 
or someone they know yep. has met and worked with. It, it makes us feel a little bit more confident. Yes. All right. So what are those keywords? And a lot of times what I find is a person will say, you know, I'm not getting any hits on LinkedIn. And the reason is either one, they don't have a big enough network or two, they don't have those keywords anywhere in their profile. Yeah. How are they going to find you with those words if you're not using them? Yeah. Okay. So we need to, we need to know who are, you know, strategically, why are we on, who is our target audience and what are our keywords? And then at that point, that's when you dive in. Okay. That's when you dive in and and actually write the profile. So Mm -hmm. for someone who is a super beginner and not familiar, um, they're like, it's different from other social media platforms, right? Your profile, because I feel like LinkedIn, I'm pretty sure gives you a lot more space to use. Correct. Because I mean, you go to somebody's Instagram and it's like, you're allowed, you know, three little lines or something, but I feel like you have some space to work with. You do. And it's, it's, and it's beautiful. It's so robust. It's so robust. There's, you can really show depth and, and really give a, a full, like, you know, full, you know, chronological timeline of where you've been, who you are, that could scare some people. Don't let it scare you. (laughs) Um, But you really have a lot of, you've not only do you have a lot of space for content, you have a lot of links. You have a lot of uh, ways of embedding multimedia. I mean, you could have traffic to your website, traffic to Instagram. I mean, there's so many places to really put imagery and multimedia. So it's it's just, that is one of the reasons why I love LinkedIn so much is they really give you this chance to have almost a full-fledged website without right. having to pay hosting fees. Can you, right. Can you have, can you have active links in, in your LinkedIn description or is there a separate spot for that? So you can't, you have three websites in the contact information okay. section, and then you have the featured section where you can have links. And then in oh. each um, uh, experience, there is a multimedia area that you can have links. So there's, I mean, I know because with Instagram, there's just like the bio link. Yeah. There. But no, LinkedIn, absolutely tons of places. To this link is at. so cool. And you can put, you, now, if you want to do a video, you link to it, like it, or. You could, it, it, um, it, it's best. Now you could take, you could actually upload the file of the video on yeah. your, onto your featured, but it's usually better to do like, you know, YouTube or, you know, right. video and like link to it. Right. Okay. Okay, cool. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. I didn't realize that about all the links and stuff. And that is really nice. It is robust. Like you it's, that's one of the biggest things that as a social media marketer, like people come to me whenever they're like getting set up, like what we're talking about, getting everything set up and optimized in general. And they have a hard time because a lot of people are trying to squeeze in this small amount on the other platforms that don't give you this option at all. And to think that it's like, actually, you actually can really truly represent yourself really well on LinkedIn. Like you said, almost like it's a website. It it really is. It's a portfolio. It's like a, you know, your career portfolio. So if we look at the top of the LinkedIn profile, there is the background graphic. So, you know, anyone who's looking, you know, like check out your profile and it's kind of greenish gray. And there's like, kind of like these like lines that go across, you have the default background, which means you didn't upload anything. 
Right. And this is an area where you can upload, um, you know, an image that really illustrates your brand. You know, you could go onto Canva and create a montage and put your logo if you want to, sure, or you sure. can go to like Unsplash or, you know, Pixabay or one of those other, you know, websites and you can, you know, find an image that sort of, you know, like illustrates who you are and what you do and you can upload that. Um, but you do want to have a really nice background image that to me really that starts off the profile where a person yeah. looks and they're like, all right, this person's they're, they're it looks current. nice. <laughs> it looks nice. Cause if you don't, it's like something's missing. Even if someone's not like a super LinkedIn expert, you can still kind of tell something's missing. Like this it looks a little low red. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Then we have the profile picture and the profile picture. Look, I love when a person actually gets a professionally taken headshot to yeah. me it looks like money it looks like success yes when you want to work with someone don't you want to work with someone who's successful yes right yes I mean, to me it is so worth the effort and the dollar associated to me it's just it's the right thing to do with that said i recognize not everybody can do it you know there's certain levels where you are in, in your business yeah. um I would probably argue that everyone can afford it, but if you're not there mentally, um, you can get someone to take the picture for you. You know, iPhones shoot beautiful, beautiful, you know, yeah. beautiful images. You put it on that portrait mode, you get a little slight blur going, make sure yeah. you're near, um, you know, good natural light, smile. Yes. <laughs> Frame it really close around your head. I don't want to see a lot of shoulders or elbows and upload that. And it, it, good, good enough, probably better right. than good enough. Right. right? Um, but don't have, things. don't have, should you, let me let bring this up. Don't have other people in the picture. Like sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand if you have a personal Facebook profile and you want to, you want your personal Facebook profile to be you and your family, like whatever, fine. But this is not the same thing. Like, you know how people sometimes will have like a group picture or like a, you know, like their team. And I'm like, but yeah. this is not your team's LinkedIn. Like this is like, how are people going to know which one you are? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, even, even if there's a sliver of a person, <laughs> there's a sliver <laughs> and it's like, but there, I, I always, I love it when a person says, but Donna, it was professionally taken at a wedding and we cut out my wife. <laughs> I, you like see their shoulder. <laughs> That's so funny. I just had to mention that because some people, I mean, most people are getting better about it, but I still, everyone's well see where it's like a group thing. And I'm like, okay, let's just leave it to just your lovely face. My thing is <laughs> zoom in, right? Because so many people access it on their phones nowadays, on, yeah. you know, on the app and the app reduces everything to something smaller than the, than a dime. It's so tiny. And so, yeah. you know, I, I want the person's face to fill that area, you know, so really zoom in. I mean, if you think you're zoomed in, zoom in even more, you want right. to get as close to your audience as possible. Okay. Um, then, all right. So then the, the next really, really, uh, this is so important is the headline. And so there's the background image, there's the profile picture, there's your name. And then right underneath your name is the headline. And LinkedIn is so funny about this. I don't, I don't understand why they do this, but the headline is sort of like buried in this 
this like intro card area and they make it seem like it's nothing more than your title. It's and, and they that's what the, the default is. It's just your current title and the company that you work for. Right. And they don't in any way like identify how important this field is because one, this field does not just stay at the top of your profile. It travels LinkedIn with you. So every little bit of activity you do, wherever you go, whatever you do, it's your profile picture, it's your name, and it's this, this headline. And if you do the headline correctly, where you basically eschew what LinkedIn has just given you, but you really create it, you turn it into a tagline and you inject your keywords, but you also really let a person understand, this is who I am, this is what I do, and this is how I help. Now, you only have, it's between 120 to 220 characters, so we're talking real small. But if it looks great and it has the right keywords and it's attractive and engaging and exciting, people are more apt to click to learn more. So you're gonna see more people hitting your profile. The other thing is if you have the right keywords in, remember I talked about knowing what those keywords are that a person is using to find you. If we inject your keywords in there, not in an obnoxious type of way, but like in a really authentic, natural, organic type of way, you're gonna find that you turn up more in search. Yeah, right. And that's what we want. We wanna collide with searches, right? We wanna collide with this type of opportunity. So we need to have um, you know, we need to have that, that headline done in such a manner where it's optimized with the right keywords. It tells the person who we are, what we do, how we help. And then if we do that, it's magical. <laughs> it's magical. You turn up higher, you get more clicks, more people are visiting and opportunities start to hit you. Right. Now, I, I will tell you, I have on my website, it's a free resource. It's totally free. Okay. Um, but I know it's hard to try to create this, this headline, this tagline. It's difficult. Yeah. Um, so I worked with a developer and we created, it's called the LinkedIn Headline Generator app. Cool. It's free. Just visit linkedin-makeover.com and click on free resources. It's listed there. And you basically just, it asks for some adjectives. It asks for what is your title? It asks for, you know, what are you known for? And it generates a really attractive, sexy, optimized, engaging headline, and you can immediately copy and paste it. Oh, that's sweet. That's helpful. Okay, where's that? LinkedIn dash. So LinkedInMakeover.com. LinkedInMakeover.com. Okay, and then click on free resources. Okay, cool. Yeah, I I love the headline talk because, um, again, I want to make sure and point this out to anybody that's a beginner on LinkedIn and not familiar and can't really visualize this. Literally every time you say even comment on someone's post, it shows that like mine, you'll see my name and it'll say social media expert podcast and the, the things right there every freaking time. That is really valuable on LinkedIn for anybody out there that can't quite grasp that yet. I want you to think about that. Think about every move you make that somebody's yeah. able to see a little description of you. And it's not just your name. It's fabulous. And it's crazy that LinkedIn does not spotlight it in any way. It's like buried. It's buried, which is crazy. Right. Um, and, but you have to be <clears throat> careful, right, Brittany, because you get too salesy, you turn people off. Yeah. Right. You, you're, if you're not, like, if you don't put any effort into it, you don't look relevant. 
So it is striking the right balance. So it's one of those areas. It's not a field that you just go, boom, done. It's a field where you really look at it and you think about it and you, and you want to do it in the right type of way. And when done well, you will see a huge transformation in terms of how you use LinkedIn and the types of opportunities that come from it. Right. For sure. I noticed that just to give everybody an example, I noticed that on, um, I don't know, whenever it was a couple of years ago or whatever, and whenever I, after starting this show, basically is what I'm trying to say is that, uh, of course I needed to, to adjust that a little and you're right about, um, it helping you come up in different types of searches because, Sure enough, because uh, the word podcast, something podcaster, podcast host, I don't remember, whatever I have in my, in my thing. But point being is that I started um, getting connection requests and messages from people in the podcasting world, just relevant things to being a podcaster, things that, that it's cool. You know, it was good, good traffic. And it's just a testament to what you're saying is that um, it can really help. Um, what would you say? Like attract um, maybe like the, you know, the right people to right. You. I mean, you will collide with those searchers. Yeah. And that's what you want. You know, that's you cool. want to make sure that when a person is looking for someone like you, they can find you. Right. Okay. Okay, cool. So we've got our great background photo. We've got, we've got a great profile photo. We've got the headline. What else do we need to make sure and do? There, so that top part, if you can do that, that is amazing because at least at the very top, you're going to look pretty good. Okay. <laughs> True. <laughs> That right there, if you can do that, I mean, everything after that, now that's, so here's the thing, right? That is the artificial. That's the most, like, if you can fake that, <laughs> you've got people's, you've got people's attention at that point. Yeah. You really okay. do. So now the next part is make it or break it because now you've really set the bar for some, for some level of success because people are looking, they're like, wow, she looks great you know, really high level. This person truly is a mover. She's a shaker. This is fabulous. And then they're going to move down. And when you move down, that's, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Um, one is the activity. You want to make sure you have some activity. One of the worst things in the world is for it to say, uh, this person has, uh, has no uh, activity within the last 90 days. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not good. So you want to have some activity. Um, you know, that shows that you're relevant. That shows that you're active. We go down a little further, there's the featured section. That's where I was telling you about all those great links out and images and videos that you can put in. You go a little lower, you have your about section. And this is where you tell your story. This is over 2000 characters where you can really, you know, say, this is, this is who I am. This is how I help. This is why, you know, I'm important to you. This is, this is why people should really respect me and pay attention to me and have confidence in my abilities. Maybe not like in that, you know, not in that type of a gross way. Like I'm explaining, like the content should be able to make a person feel, okay, this I can respect them. I can have confidence then in them. This is a person who is, you know, high level and is someone worthy of me giving a call to find out more, right? right? Cause that's what most, that's what everyone wants is they want to have that, that feeling like, okay, this is yes. someone I want to work with. Right. And so you need to have a narrative that evokes those feelings. It has, it, it has that, um, that, that content. So that is a place to really spend your time and, and craft something that's engaging. 
It should be conversational. It should be written in first person. Right. Oh, okay. That's good. That is shocking. <laughs> no, I just, I, that's it. I'm glad that you brought that up because, you know, some, some things where you read somebody's biography or something like that, it's not always, you know, I see it different ways is what I'm saying. In Most general. People- yeah. yeah. Like the traditional biography is written in third person. So, right. so if a person's not like, what am I talking about? First person, third person, first person <laughs> is I, I love coffee. <laughs> I love okay. coffee. Okay. Um, second person is um, you love coffee. <laughs> you love to ride your Peloton. <laughs> True. <laughs> third person is she loves to ride her Peloton right. drink coffee. Okay. All right. So that's first, second, and third. Good. So I like, I love when a uh, LinkedIn about section is written either first or second person. Okay. Oh, cool. I need to go check mine out. You're really, you're inspiring <laughs> me to go um, optimize a little bit better. Um, so okay. Cool. First person is more, more branding, right? Cause we're talking yeah. about ourselves. Second person is more salesy because we're talking directly to our reader. Yeah. Right. It's more about them. So that's more of a business development, salesy, you know, type of profile. Right. Um, a third person, and I do write third person about sections. I mean, I have clients who have, you know, won an Oscar. <laughs> you know, they, you know, they, they've sure. done amazing things. So it might make sense in some situations for, there's some exceptions, maybe there's yeah. some exceptions sure. where okay. a person, you know, they've done, they've, they've saved the world. And it's like, it just feels weird to say it. Like, yes. so know. I saved the world back in 2005. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. No, I understand that makes sense. But for, for most people, um, that's good to know about first person. Cause you're right. That is more personal. That makes somebody feel like, you know, you're taught, you're having a little chat. Explaining. We want it to be conversational. And right. plus everybody knows it's your profile, right? <laughs> right. You wrote it or you got Donna to help you. So like, you know, come on, this is no secret. <laughs> yeah. And if you've gotten my team to write it, we want to make it seem like it's you. Yes. <laughs> we want it to be as authentic as possible. Right. So, you know, like it's, 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 it's a good thing to have it written in first person. There's an ownership. There's also a closeness right. and there's an authenticity and that's what we want. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, so, okay. So I feel like we have our main pieces of the profile. Yes. What would you say? Um, what would you say? Like, give me just, if you don't mind, before we go, I want to give somebody a couple of examples of like common mistakes that you see or, um, are there any that come to mind on LinkedIn? When you look at somebody's LinkedIn, you go, Oh God, and we kind of covered some already. Lists. Any other I hate lists, lists. <laughs> oh, lists. Especially, especially when they have the word specialties and then they list it And then out. you have like a list. I can do I, all this shit. Look how, look at all this list of things. Yeah. Yeah. Lists drive me crazy. I mean, I think there's a, there's a place for a list. There's okay. a place for bullets. Don't get me wrong. But when it's just a list, yeah. that to me is like, oh, yeah, horrible. right. I, I don't like it when people keep recycling content. Oh, I had this about section professionally written 10 years ago. So let me keep using it over and over and over again. Because we want a person to always, you know, like I want a person who's looking at your LinkedIn profile 
to learn something new, to learn something different. And then if they visit your website, there's something different there. It's not like you're just recycling the same, same old content over and over. Plus the same thing with the resume, right? Even if you are a job seeker, do you want to give everything away on your LinkedIn profile? Yeah. It's like, no, let this stuff build. Like we're building and suspense and anticipation and building in terms of what they know about you. So a person almost feels driven to reach out and talk to you in person. Right. You know, okay. that to me is, is a huge thing. Um, you know, so, so stop the copy and paste. Yeah. Don't plagiarize. I know it might, they, it might sound great on that person's profile, but it's theirs. Yes. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't plagiarize. Um, don't do these horrible unending lists. Um, you Those know, are good. yeah, I, I think, I think that's empty is not good. <laughs> yes. Content. Don't leave it blank. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, I would love to know, tell everybody about your book. I see it. So if anybody's watching the video clips, they can see it back there, but so LinkedIn profile optimization for dummies. Um, that's so cool. Like what made you want to go and do a book? How long ago did you do the book? And what made you want to just go for it? Cause I love that so much. I want to finish a book so bad. So it's really inspiring. Thank you. I, you know, it was funny. Um, when I first started the business in 2009, my, my father had said to me, if you want to be an expert, you need to have a book. And, and I'm like, oh, he's like, so you've got to write a book. Pretty good, pretty and good advice, dad. For real. It was, it was darn good advice. And, and so I said like, oh, well, I can write a book. He's like, better yet, call the four dummies people and see if you could write a, you know, and at the time I was like, you are so silly, daddy. There is no way. I mean, the people who write that are bona fide experts. They are successful. They are like, they, like they would never have me. They would never like so you. I, so I, I self-published, I self-published the first book. You can kind of see it there. That's yeah, the, yeah. the taller one. So cool. um, that was the second edition of the book that I self-published. And, um, and I really thought like, okay, that's, that's my little niche. And I'm, you know, I self-published, I did what I needed to do. And, um, it was in 2016, I got a phone call out of the blue and it was the acquisitions editor, Wiley publishing, who publishes the four dummies series. And the woman says, I found you, you tweeted, you were on, it, I was on Twitter. You had a tweet. It was fascinating to me. I clicked through to your bio. I went to your website. I've just been caught up in this huge, like just looking and finding all this information about, about, about you. And I realized we need to have a four dummies book on LinkedIn profiles. Cool. And she's like, would you, you know, would you be open to writing for us? And I was like, um, maybe oh, let me check my calendar. <laughs> I was internally jumping up and down. Yes. I was so excited. Because to me, I mean, I grew up with the four dummies. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I love them. What my father had said, my father had died um, a number of years prior. And, um, and I so like, that's my one big thing. Like, I wish he knew that, that four dummies book that he had tossed into the air, tossed up to the universe, manifested wow. through the years and actually, you know, happened. Oh, wow. That is really special. 
That is really, really special. I love that story. Well, he knows. He knows. That's amazing. I hope, you know, but you know what? It's it's a good book and um, it's a really easy way to just get started. Um, You know, clearly we have other options too. We have an online course and then you can actually outsource it. So you don't even have to get your hands dirty. Like we'll do it for you. But the four dummies book is a really good starting point for a lot of people. And what I love about the book. And one of the things that I think all of us love about the four dummies is you don't have to read it cover to cover. It's not like you have to invest, you know, 330 pages (laughs) to understanding. The idea of the book is you open it up and you just start reading and there's going to be valuable nuggets. Or if you're thinking to myself, Donna talked about the importance of the headline. I want to learn more. There is a huge table of contents and there's a huge index. You, you go through, you find the area that you need and you can jump right in. And it like, it helps you on the spot for those needs. Oh, good. And I like that. Super convenient. Okay, cool. Okay. Awesome. All right. So tell everybody, speaking of where can we go buy the book? and all your information to find you. So make sure everybody can follow you on LinkedIn, your website, all the things and learn and, and uh, optimize their LinkedIn profiles right now. You know, I think the easiest is just to visit my website, linkedinmakeover.com. Okay. LinkedInmakeover.com. There's links out from there, but I mean, you can find it on Amazon. Um, you know, just make sure that you choose the four dummies book. There's like, you know, we always have other books around there, but you know, go for the four dummies one. Uh, the one with the chess pieces is the newest edition. That's still very, very like right there. It's still, it's still, it's not out of date. Everything's still current. Okay. Um, and, and of course, visit me on, on LinkedIn, hit the follow button. Cool. All right, we will. Thank you so much oh, for being here. Oh, actually, I'll, I'll give you another thing. Yeah, yeah. My profile, if you visit my profile, yeah. click the bell. So follow me and click the little bell. If you click the bell on my profile, that will alert you of all my new posts. And that's a totally new feature. They just they just opened up. And it's it's really, it's a, it's a great thing. So tell people to hit the bell on your profile and they'll be notified each time you post. Very cool. I didn't know they had that. Okay. All right, LinkedIn. I like these updates lately. Okay. Thank you so much for being on the show, Donna. I appreciate it. We'll put everything in the show notes for everybody. We'll put all of your links and, uh, and ways of how everybody can get a hold of you, get your book. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you. It's so nice to meet you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, and Clubhouse. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.